Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm the managing director of Safermar in Kilmore Key. So we've been here for over 40 years uh, processing uh, shellfish and fish. Um, I suppose we, we have uh, uh, about 140 employees. We're very concerned about the future that these uh, wind turbines are going to have on the supply of shellfish and fish uh, to our factory. Uh, we, we, we'd like to say that we're not against wind turbines, uh, but uh, it's very difficult to get uh, uh, fact information in terms of how it's going to affect the fisheries uh, and the shellfish on the grounds, and uh, are we going to be uh, short of supply in the future because of these wind turbines going down on the seabed? Mm. Uh, in terms of surveys has taken place. We've applied for planning permission for extension at the moment and we're going again for uh, a planning next year for uh, upgrading all our staff facilities. Mm. Like, we, we don't really know where we stand. Mm. Like, at the moment I think there's something like 28 applications from wind, wind energy turb, uh, companies around the coast. These are like Bibles. Uh, we don't have the time to uh, read all these. It's, it's, it's huge and we, we feel we just feel left abandoned. The key thing here is we are not against wind turbines. Right. We know what's happening in Ukraine. We know the energy crisis. But if you are a farmer in a field and you are operating in one field where the cows are, are there mm. uh, and in another field there is nothing grown or whatever, the farmer wouldn't put up with the, putting a turbine in the field where the, where the cows are feeding. Yeah. And, and there is grounds out there where uh, there is good catches. There is grounds out there where there is no catches. What damage is going to be done? Uh, or, are we, or is no damage going to be done? Are we still going to have the same supplies uh, to our factory during the surveys that's going to be done? Uh, and after the surveys, during construction yeah. of the, the wind turbines, uh, are we going to have a lack of supply because of that? Can they tell us that? And what scientific proof have they got? How's it going, uh, Sam Nunder, the fisherman there? Uh, just like to say more, impact studies been done on what's going to happen, just carrying on from what Leslie said, like there's absolutely no research, no studies done on long-term effects. Like, first of all, there's no studies done on, uh, proper studies done on the stocks that are actually out there at the minute. So how can they say, like, there's going to be no effect and later studies done on stocks when there's no data really with what stocks are there now at the minute? We're not against wind turbines like we just want to know what's going to be the knock-on effect of them like not only with fishing but environmentally as well uh, with the wildlife with the birds here in the salty islands and everything as well i'm del boy all right del boy <laughs> you were fairly vociferous there in that meeting you weren't holding back and you had a number of questions can you share some of those concerns with me yeah i i i i just been listening i'm from here obviously and i've been doing i've been fishing out here all my life and i just get the hint that um it's, a, it's becoming a political thing again. I get that feeling that the government are behind and they're pushing all these um, foreign companies that we know now that we now know of, and they seem to be coming in and trying to take over. And yeah. me, as a local here in Kilmore and as a man that's been fishing all my life. What type of fishing do you do, Delphine? Uh, I, I, I do beam trawling. I be deep sea fishing, and which is which would be off outside the limit line, mind you. But um, it's still going to affect us in some way, I suppose, you know, um, you're going to have a lot of wind turbines up on, uh, all around the coast and we do a lot of steaming in and out and in and out and, and it, can, it can be very dangerous. We're in the time now that we're, we're a third of the Irish fishing vessels are going to get decommissioned again over the next year or so, you know, mm. and it's just not right. Like, I cannot see any future in the Irish fishing industry. 
And to be honest and to be fair, I, when I came up here today, it was the first I heard of this. It's the first I've taken any real notice of it. Mm. But what I'm hearing today is just, it's gut-wrenching stuff like. My name is Dermot O'Toole. Um, I'm a whelk fisherman now in, in Wexford Town. Can you explain to a non-fishing person about the whelk? Because it was quite dominant there in that meeting. Whelk is a huge issue here, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, it's, 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 they're really from Rosslayer all the way up to Dublin. Would you be directly affected then if this went ahead? We would be very direct, directly affected. Um, we fish um, offshore and inshore and presently we've had to bring all our gear inshore and uh, right now as we speak they're doing surveys uh, off of the Blackwater area which is, um, is the, where the, the, the good areas where the juvenile whelks are and, and all the different different grades up along yeah. and they're drilling on that at the moment straight on top of those whelk beds and, um, and also doing uh, strong sonars as well and um, and what we're trying to do is just get them to move a slight bit off, as little as a mile yeah. is all they have to move off. And they would um, be off at the good areas where we fished for the last right. 30 years. And the problem is, is the displacement of boats then, because when I move my gear inshore, I'm affecting everybody inshore. Yeah. And um, so the catches go right down. And, and our big worry is now when we do go back offshore, will there be anything there to catch? So there's no point in going to any state body by the looks of things, so we're not going to get any help. But you're going to fight on? We have to fight on. What else can we do? Well, Jim Cog, today has been an eye-opener for me. And again, what has come crystal clear is this is not just affecting the body of fishermen that were here today. This is affecting everybody. Yeah, it certainly is, Alan. And thank you for coming down and giving... Uh, uh, the fishermen and the community that they live and work in an opportunity to be heard. I am shocked and continue to remain shocked that this company came, gave a few hours here, a few hours there, but had no real consultation with any of the fishermen or their families. I asked there today at the meeting, you, you heard it, they had anybody spoken with this company, and not one individual in, in a packed room had. I think it's absolutely unbelievable that an area much bigger than the city of Dublin, nearly 150 square kilometres, would be taken over at the back of the islands, uh, not far from a place called Ling Rock, a very important ground to trawlers, whelk fishermen, uh, charter boats and, and pot fishermen, would be taken over. Uh, with little, you know, little or no consultation with the people. As I said, I attended a meeting in Feathered. I was the only one there. You had to book your place. I asked them to come back and discuss it with the fishermen who make their living there. Uh, and they, 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 they refused to take me up on the offer. I, I'd like to take this opportunity, and you heard it discussed in the meeting, that on Thursday, the 29th of September at 730 we will reconvene here in the Stella Mara Centre in Kilmore and I want to put out a public call now to all of our TDs and to all the councillors that are interested in the plight of our rural, our rural and, and fishing communities to come down and let's hear a little bit of support for the people that are going to be impacted on so clearly. And we are not for a moment anti-wind farm. We realise that the the, the, the power shortages are coming and we realise that electricity bills are going through the roof. But to come in without consultation, there I draw the line. 
I'm going to speak up about this, this company must engage. And the politicians in our county must listen to our coastal communities, lest they disappear altogether. Eamon, I'm going to leave the final word to you. You chaired the meeting. You're, just a, you're a fisherman yourself because I was reading up about you. How is it affecting your own personal business at the moment? Concerned, worried? At the present moment in time, there's a uh, survey that's going on at the moment. It's affecting the charter fleet. Like, because last fortnight we've had no 90% drop in, in fish catches to, to the tourist uh, re- recreational angling, like, you know. But this is bigger than uh, recreational angling, bigger than the... And it's, it's a village totally dependent and has for hundreds of years been dependent on, on the fishing like you know and seven and a half mile from where we're standing now is the start of this development and as you've seen from the maps and all there's going to be massive disruption with uh, with surveys for the cable corridors and uh, from Hookhead down to Cairnsor Point <coughs> which is, is going to affect us. What's, like we've heard from the other, the other fishermen here as well, and from Jim. What's the solution to it? Well, the initial solution is information and dialogue. You can't solve a problem unless you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And at the present moment in time, we're very disappointed with our public representatives. We're very disappointed with the Department of uh, Housing. Mm-hmm. And Can you explain that to me as well? Because people listen and say, why is the Department of Housing dealing with this issue? this issue, why is it not the Department of the Marine? Well, as you said, uh, uh, sea is where these are all going, is, is, is in the marine environment. I think it was offloaded to the Department of Housing as, as just uh, they could see what was coming. I think the Department of Housing are, 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 are smoothing the water for all they can see is wind farms. So you, you obviously are supporting the call that has been made there by Councillor Codd to have uh, the public meeting here. You're inviting all the Oireachtas members. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Does that include MEP Mick Wallace? Of course, yeah. We yeah. need our MEPs here as well. Right. And we also need the Minister for Housing down here. I'd be asking him directly through your South East Radio for the, the Minister to come down here and face the people of Gilmore You're not giving up on this? No, 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 we don't give up. The fight has just begun. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.